See, Kathy, once I push that button, see that button? Which button? The button that's now. Like that button red. right yeah. there? Yeah. I see, see it. See that red magic? That's it. 229 times I pressed that button, and instantly, instantly, magic has started. I don't know that I would call it magic. Magic, Kathy. All right. It's Poof. Nice. There it is. Don't poof me. Did you not feel that? I felt the poof. Everyone just all of a sudden went, oh, the fucking little red record light is on. No, they didn't. Magic. Look at it. They're all dumped. Enigma's just literally Devil's chewing on, on a the nail. Floor. Devil's on the floor. <laughs> I'm just going to be looking over at the computer and making sure it's still a red dot the That's entire show. Shut up. It works now. It works. We are efficient. We have magic. And now we're going to do a goddamn show. God damn it. <laughs> fucking button. What happened? I love it when you the button doesn't work. You were saying magic. Shut up. What up? Second button. Third button. God, it's what? It's, why is it off? That's my favorite part. What? <laughs> why? God. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? <laughs> Scared that your desires might be strange? <laughs> Come and join the kinky world of play. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Come to you live. Ish. From, speci- from, from Kathy's, Kathy's special, special place. Kathy's special place. In a, God damn it. In a galaxy that far, whole far away. opening speech would have been just, fuck. I'm <laughs> Count Boogie. I'm Kathy. <laughs> I'm Del over here. And then, uh, and then we Enigma. have. And then, uh, what, what, what do you hear? Papi Ramon. Papi Ramon is in the house. Oh, the devil's on the floor. A devil that says. I like it when she says that because she says it with this ominous whisper. That's asthma, Kathy. It sounds like yeah, dem- it sounds very demonic. It's actually just uh, asthma is very the demonic. The ubuterol has run out. And uh, by the way, the toy dolls had an amazing song about asthma, blast from the past. Just in case you know. I know what you're talking Any about. punkers out there? Come on! Oh, I've got asthma. It's fucking great. Oh, good lord, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, every did you see everything just ramp up? Yeah, this is we're just gonna and then. Kathy, I have seen things this week. So have I. What have you seen? Lots of stuff. Well, do tell. I have had the week from hell culminating in the weekend from hell, where I had to watch a sickly little two-pound chihuahua. Oh, the dead dog. The The living dead dog. Almost dead dog. (laughs) Who has lost bladder control and and bowel control and pees and poos on her bed. Not your fetish. No, no, no. Let me tell you, washing, uh, you know, bedding and a dog twice a day is not fun. Can't you just leave it in a bucket with some floaties around you its know, neck? You know, she's got very little time left, so I don't imagine we have not to the, do this Probably not again. the best end? No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, finally she's home, and I spent sat- uh, Thursday night at 1 in the morning, Union Station, downtown L.A. Let me tell you, <laughs> not the, the homeless situation not is the, the most... Horrible thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's gotten it's epidemic. There's a lot of news about it's it. Absolutely I, I live at the library. 
now. So well, this is and this that's the valley. And yeah, it's it's like ten times worse in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then Sunday, my goddaughter and I go to Cinema Phantasmagoria. At the million oh yeah, how theater. was that? The horror movie. We saw thing. the nineteen eighty two The Thing. Uh, oh my god, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen I've it. Never that was a classic. It. Kurt Russell was amazing. Classic horror. We had, and they spook up the whole place, and they had all kinds of you know actors and stuff, and it, it was a lot of fun. But again, the Red Line Metro. Yeah, to it's it's a uh, that that half uh, of the seats were taken by unfortunately homeless people who have nowhere to go, but they sleep on, on the, the seats. Yeah, yeah, they get the the monthly pass. Is it monthly? And they. They just sleep there, and people kept approaching us, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'd forgotten how bad it was, because I used to work at the opera. Right, right. And so I would take the red line up and down all the time, and this was, holy mamole, it was bad. Definitely gotten worse. Yeah, in the library, I swear to God, the library, even Burbank Library or some of the other libraries is just, I mean... The, the the things you see in the I mean because who the fuck goes to a library Kathy and let I mean like I'm homeless I live in a car but I'm like the upper end homeless because I have a car and you know and but it's just like who's gonna go people that don't have a place to hang out or yeah. people that don't have a place that's quiet enough to do their research or study then you have students and you know you know parents and kids you know doing the the kid book thing but yeah, it's like, like you don't want to spend twenty five dollars on a book you finish in two hours yeah so. <laughs> So it's like literally I was I was talking about it today. It's like all, you know, conspiracy theory wackos and fucking <laughs> I just I swear to god it's like active shooter training camp at the library. That's ah. swear that's there is just so many dysfunctional social like like the guy sitting next to me is like just sitting there and he like almost looks like a normal guy and then all of a sudden he just starts shoving his whole hand in his mouth. Just to like literally all of his fingers. He's sitting there like this. Ah. He's trying to get something out of the ah, back of the teeth. No, <laughs> and it's not a toothpicking. He's just like that's his thing. And then there's oh my god, last night Walmart was great. I go into the bathroom at Walmart because you know I do my walking. <laughs> I, go, I know people around the world are like that's great homeless stories, but it's really entertaining. They like the homeless. It's stories, entertaining. Boogie. So uh, like I go in Walmart and I'm in the bathroom and of course all the st- all the urinals in Walmart are somehow broken in this giant mega store and it's been going on a week. One breaks, the next break, the next, and they won't shut it down and fix it. So now all of them are covered with bags. So now I have to wait to get in a stall just to pee. And I'm waiting for this guy and all of a sudden, fucking like mid mid fucking redneck. Fucking toothless, fucking get her done lady, just drunk as fucking hell, 65 years old, just charges in the men's bathroom, and I'm standing there, and she just goes, she's going, oh my God, I'm in the men's bathroom, aren't I? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're here, you're, you're here with us. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I thought it was the woman's bathroom, and it's the men's bathroom. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 you're here. In the men's bathroom. She's like, yeah, God damn it. And she just now wants to have a drunk conversation in the men's bathroom. And the guy gets out taking his dump so I can go pee. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, uh-huh. And I give her this little sign like, okay, you can leave now. Instantly, she turns. You don't tell me when to leave. I'll stay here as goddamn long as I want. Why are you arguing with a crazy person? And I'm like... <laughs> 
It's the men's bathroom. If I fucking walked into the women's bathroom in 20 seconds, I would be a registered sex offender. So I'm like, okay, you had your time. Ha ha. Now, now you can leave. It's oh, nobody. I'm like, I'm going to go fucking urinate. So I went in and she's hemming and hauling. Then you just hear her kind of fade out as she wanders out through Walmart. God damn, tell me to leave. I'll leave when I goddamn will. Boogie. Find another place to go to the bathroom. I, I, you Stop know, going back there. Kathy, that's a wonderful thing to say. All right. Sure, I'll just go ahead and find more places to go to the bathroom. Hey, Papi Ramon, <laughs> did you not know I was going to that movie? No, I did not. Okay. First of all, I texted my Michelle and I said, hey, do you guys want to go with me? And she said, I'm going to be out of town. Let me ask Papi Ramon if he wants to go. I'm recalling her mentioning that now. I, you're such a guy. <laughs> See, I just told her. I told Kathy. I said, Thank Kathy, you for the reminder. I said, Kathy, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, if you get somebody that says they kind of want to go, then that's a, take that over me because there's about a 98% chance that I, I'm well, just... You're going to flake. She, she's sounds out of like, town, so she couldn't make it, but she told me so I'd have something to do. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. And, and then you forgot. going to do it. <laughs> squirrel went, what's over there? And, like, and, and I completely forgot about it. Otherwise, I would have reached out. <laughs> eh, it's fine. It's we exactly of, what I did. We went to the Grand Central Market, the food. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's a nice place. That is so such yeah. an amazing place. I had oh, a good yeah. time. So, Kathy, on to kinkier things. What? That was kinky downtown L.A. Downtown. Well, the homeless <laughs> fetish is good. Oh, God. Why do I always pick up Stop your wrappers? Stop touching my gum wrapper. What it's always, is There's it always something. And I didn't know gum was just the treasure that's always there. I'm always so, finding so your treasure. I have a partial kinky, partial homeless because I work in East downtown. So we've been getting more homeless coming through our street and stuff. And so when you see the, the women with half clothed or torn and... I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, look, there's a nipple. <laughs> a nipple. So it's like, ooh, why? Yo, ooh, this is wrong. I am such a fucking guy. <laughs> Even though I'm like, ooh, nipple. <laughs> I just saw that. I saw some. I saw a crazy chick get arrested, like outside the fucking Seven Eleven, and I'm driving, and she's like, ah! And sure enough, a nip pops out, and what do I think? This lady looks like methamphetamine baby. Like literally, I have I have embedded myself, entombed myself in methamphetamine. She's like, ah! and they're resting, but I saw a nip, and I'm like, oh wow, you gotta slow down for that. You guys fucking crazy suck. nip. <laughs> fucking crazy nip. Gotta see some crazy nip. Oh my god. Kathy, it's a curse. It's Being just, a guy it's is just a, curse? a curse. You're like you're like like you could want you could totally want to not objectify. You could want to. You so, could just say that's a bad idea. I shouldn't do it, even though everything's an object. Get the fuck over it. You just you can't and, can't help it. And then you go into the porn fantasy. It's like you know I could take her home, give her a shower. All of a sudden she's this magically hot person. Yeah, and she and wants she's crazy, you. She's so the grateful. Sex is gonna be hot. But then she's probably going to stab me and take my silverware. So. Probably, yeah, that's how it works. Papi Ramon, Don't I stick just... your dick in cray-cray. <laughs> I had a song. It's a, I didn't ever finish it. Oh, yeah. that's a shame because you should play it after this. And... <laughs> it's just pretty much, don't <laughs> stick your dick in cray-cray. Yeah, it's not gender specific. Don't let cray-cray <laughs> stick their dick in you. See, it's just how it works. Was this the homeless show? It is the homeless God show. God damn it. I just, uh, you know, I've been... I, I tried to transition it. You did. You got into the but nipple. But yet... A nipple. Eleven. Well, you know, as long as we deliver a nipple, I think our listeners yeah. will. Well, I haven't gotten enough apparently because I'm going back next Saturday to see Shaun of the Dead. 
That was a great movie. <laughs> that is an amazing that movie. was a great movie. I love it so much. I have seen that movie so many times. That was that's a fun movie. It really is. You're gonna enjoy that. Well, um, I'm starting to get my game back. Really? I you am, tell. Well, I mean, I have slowly been, and of course, I've had some dates in the ravioli. You well, know, you're talking not, about sex. Not just known. No. Well, it's kinky and, you know. I thought you were talking about getting us a space and, to record in. Here I was all excited. And you're talking about my, your my game? Game? I thought your getting podcast game? game. What? Yes. I wow, you, you were, really I thought you were going to say, Kathy, that was a little I've helpful. almost found a place for us to record Kathy, it. I that's have, more legit than your crappy garage. I have, Kathy, the, the storage no, that the listeners have paid for. That's worse than the garage. No, it's not because yes, it's consistent it and we're there and, and, and with one they're not remodeling. fatal flaw. Yeah, what? That they close. At 6 p.m. Exactly. How are we supposed to record an 8 p.m. show if they close at Kathy, 6? It, well, because it's recorded, it doesn't have to be recorded at 8 p.m. It could be recorded at 3 p.m., 2 well, p.m. Well, I can't get there until 5. Kathy, I'm just sensing a lack of dedication is what the... I'm sensing really a lack is. of focus on you're, you, you're like, your part. You're like... <laughs> I don't get it. Employment. <laughs> I don't give a shit about your game and your sex and your kink. Get us a fucking studio. I'm working on it one step at a time. No. I got, I've cleared this out is storage. This the only step. <laughs> See now, Kathy, you're just missing your priors. The Am reality, I kink shaming you? Because you are I'm kink like... shaming me because you're taking away my fun. But no, it's been, it has been fun. I actually, now then, I've, I really struggled with how to approach this topic. I really struggled, Kathy. And I'm not being sarcastic You're like, not, oh, here comes a big joke. Because I, I, I actually will ignore you at some point if I consider the sarcasm is coming. Should I not ignore you now? No, no. I this really real struggled. I, okay. went back, I, I went and visited the place that we don't speak about <laughs> on Saturday. What? I got like 8,000 party passes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I wasn't officially banned. I just can't be a member right now for whatever. But I, whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, and I don't know how... To talk about it without passive aggressive or I told you so that, you know, I just want to talk about the fact that I, I decided that just like you, there are people at that place that I have conflicts with and obviously had conflicts with me and kicked me out. Um, but that doesn't diminish the fact that, that in general, it is a club. It's relatively safe. And uh, I have 3,000 party passes from 11 years of service or, or something like that. So why shouldn't I go right. and enjoy the people that um, I do get along with well there, which is probably... I mean, there's a lot of people that said they liked me, but they didn't like me. I, I, I got that uh, pretty good. But a lot of people were there. And it, and so it was a very... Hmm. Choose your words wisely. <laughs> it was not a well-attended party. Ah. And, uh, but it was still, it felt good to just walk in the door. It felt, it felt, it felt good to not, to be like, okay, because it was like a, a, a switch. It really just, it, it, it was that thing where I said, okay, I'm done with this. Uh, people don't get to control my destiny in this regards anymore. I have a lot of friends that, are, that still go there and attend. I'm a kinky person. It's a place. And like I said, I volunteered for many, many years. And just like a lot of other long-term volunteers, you got a stack of party passes. And so you can go and, and afford to go play. 
So it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. And of course, there were some of the people there and there that, you know, we won't mention. And they're like, hey, and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, but there, but the other people uh, that were there, it, it, it was, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of people there. So yeah. I literally just went and sat in the kitchen. And, so you and, talk to the people we have a conflict with? No, no. Uh-oh. I just, they, but. Did your eyes do the go fuck yourself stare? That you know, I really he's never not having that stare. <laughs> <laughs> I really do have a fuck you kind you of stare. Yeah, do. I do. I'm a dick. N- not in the defense of the venue so much, but um, it's Halloween season. There's like four events every night. That's very, very true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When I used to- no, I'm agreeing if with we're, you. If we're not going to talk it, with you, but also if, it's Halloween. If we're not going to, yeah, I was in leadership there for a long time. Okay, Halloween. We've had, we've had great Halloween seasons. Let's let's just don't put Dell down. Well, now he if, has an opinion. We don't get to defend. Yes, he if does. If I don't get to offend, free speech. Don't tell Dell what you do. So I've been in kind of a hibernation as well, and haven't really been going out much. <clears throat> and I've gone a couple times, and it. It feels awkward for me, mm. but for in the same mentality, I was like, why am I going to let other people dictate where I can and can't go? Sure. Plus, you probably have a lot of party passes. And I have a lot of party sure. passes, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I started going to another club, and right. I felt out of place. I felt right. like a new person. Right. And even though I still knew people there, it's, it just, like, just it didn't feel like my home, and it kind of sucked. Sure. Yeah. But I've been slowly kind of coming back for the same reason Boogie said. You know, it's like, why am I going to let these people that I don't like and don't respect anymore and i just ignore them if i see them yeah yeah i can just go play just go play yeah it's a dungeon go play i can i mean i can still be polite and help move a chair if a chair needs to be moved or you know whatever i just people don't get to come up to me and ask me where the paper towels are exactly you know in the middle of my fix this yeah they don't get to do that and this and that i'm just like hey these these are the people that are doing that now and i can actually go and just play and that's really what the concept uh, that is for for so many years. Just not having the freedom to just be like, I'm not responsible for this this place. I can just come in and and enjoy it and meet people and play and have kinky stories and and be able to talk about those kinky stories on the show without pissing uh, off what they expect or whatever. Yeah, it is nice to not have to do anything <laughs> yeah it's kind of cool it's yeah, like I, awkward I volunteered there seven years and <laughs> i wasn't in host mode i wasn't in dm mode i was just me there i sat no, in the kitchen no one's just... bugging me about an issue even though it's not my night i'm just happy to be there but yeah. i still have to solve an issue yeah because the other board member is busy with something else so it was nice it was that part was kind of nice yeah, yeah i just sat just in the be kitchen there as an actual attendee party person cool huh. so yeah. there's that go figure there's that Moving right along. Celebrate your veg, cause it rocks. Put a needle in your cock on fat life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Probably regret it later, but... (laughs) I have to read this from my phone because I didn't realize it's too late that my printer cartridge isn't working so i, li- I like the it's like every it's other definitely I very zebra-y kind of printing <laughs> it's like, like the matrix <laughs> it's got a whole thing going on that you're like oh, but i can't I, read it i like what you've it's done pretty. You're, you're, you're you know you got a decorative printing drum thing going on there <laughs> all right this is a post call from oh i can't i don't know what this name is supposed to mean grizz t grizz t i don't know who wrote gentle kink does it exist 
And he says, when I first came to the kink community, it was with many things in mind, but one main kink. It is what I call sensation play. As far back as I can remember, my skin has always been what I would refer to as hypersensitive. And before you say everyone's skin is sensitive, let me explain a little further. The intensity of my sensitivity comes and goes. Sometimes it is relatively normal, but when it's at its peak, it is something entirely different. Just wearing a shirt can be a balancing act of almost agony and pleasure. This is what's problems with his fucking phone. Sorry. I can't read it off of here. Can we start Sorry. the show over? No! <laughs> I'll press the right button. I don't like you right now. Uh, balancing act of almost agony and pleasure. The nerves in my skin firing. There it goes again. <laughs> Just read the page. I can't fucking read it. It's every other sentence doesn't print. I really don't like you right now. So sensitive skin. Uh, the areas most affected are my upper back, chest, stomach, and front of my thighs. What? Okay. Did somebody say something? No. Oh, okay. When I was explaining this to people, I was almost always met with the same quizzical looks. The looks that said... Why would you want that? People would almost smirk. I'm standing in a room of people being beaten, whipped, shocked, or stabbed, among a million other things, and I'm asking for gentle skin play. I don't hold it against them, but I stopped talking about it. I found other kinks that I liked and people that wanted to do them with me, and I enjoyed them. But I still think about what I originally came to kink for. I still mention it to people, hoping to find that person whose eyes light up when they hear me say it, the person who says, I totally get that. So my question is, does gentle kink like I've described exist? Are there others out there looking for the same thing and just not talking about it? Or am I just an odd duck trying to find someone who wants to receive as well as give gentle kink? Bravo. A little little clap there. Uh, I don't know what area this person's from. I'm assuming uh, it, it might be a little more limited access to a lot of different places that was my first that was my first kind of gut impression uh because out here it's like well yeah sensation play that's that's a hugely normal thing for people who have hypersensitive skin i just started negotiating uh with somebody to to play with and they're like i don't like a lot of pain i'm not really good with this and my response is like great don't have to hurt my fucking shoulder that's great. <laughs> I have no, that works for totally me. Totally works for me. We will find and and I think in in places that have a lot of different opportunities for different types of players that you're going to find a, more people that are even if you don't find a lot of people that are necessarily into your kink, there's a lot more tolerance and understanding about the fact that not everyone plays one way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sensation play happens to be an absolutely amazing thing that I love to do. Boogie, what are you doing? You're breaking things. Yeah. Don't break things, Boogie. It's falling apart as it is. Uh, I haven't played with somebody doing sensation sensation play for a long time, and I kind of miss it. There is, uh, it's a, I, I hate using the word subtle form of play because I don't consider it subtle at all. It just it takes a certain amount of finesse, and it takes a focus on something that isn't grandiose or bombastic, and that's... Like he says, it's very true. You're in a, a dungeon, a play party full of people doing these outrageous things with their arms flailing around and lots of screaming and impact play. And w- we tend to think, 
that's just not as interesting. It's the same kind of thing that somebody who doesn't have a wild orgasm feels when in the presence of somebody who screams out, like, let's say, I don't know, my Michelle, who has these <laughs> explosive Exorcist orgasms. Exorcist orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick her eyeballs up and shove them back in her <laughs> sockets afterwards. That was good, right? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, you know, I can yell out, but most times very, very silent. Right. makes you self-conscious. It sure. makes you hyperly aware that, that you are an oddball, that you're kind of outcast because it's not something that everybody does. So you just have to keep pushing. Just because you got a few quizzical looks and people who didn't understand don't fucking stop because that does not mean that that person isn't out there. You just ran into a few of the naysayers right away and you allowed that to stop you. In my opinion, keep going and keep asking because those people are out there. And in fact, it's like the lazy man's guide to kink because it's the easy all you have to do is run just your fingernails on somebody to get the most yeah. exquisite reactions that as you say doesn't require throwing your shoulder out i uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i see you you're going off I'm into like, dreamy land i'm like processing it, it really is okay i'm getting out of that mode i'm gonna go into this mode the mode that uh if someone wants to have chemistry with you, if someone has chemistry with you, if someone wants to develop that chemistry and intensity with you, the act is secondary. Now then, if you're a sadist or a masochist or you have those tendencies, then obviously there are varying levels of I want to hit somebody or I want to be hit. And even that, you can still be a sadist and have sensual play because your job is to get that reaction. And if somebody's skin is ultra sensitive and you just have to barely run your fingernails across it to get that intensity, that also satisfies a certain amount of sadism because you're making someone squirm and, and, and they're doing that by your touch. So I just, I get over once again, because we've been exposed to so many types of play. Like when I came into the lifestyle, I thought that you spanked somebody and got turned on and fucked them. That was literally, I mean, most of it, you know, maybe some, you know, grab the throat or, or this. And I knew there was other types of kinks and whatever. But my je- my view was so very, very small. Hmm. And, and then I was like, I saw all of these other things. And I realized at that moment, there is just this whole world there are things that I do now that either Bunny or Mew or any of the other completely depraved fucking women that I've been with have said, these are things that I am into that I was n- I never thought I would be into those types of play or yeah. definitely not, you know, like, okay, they're into it. So, you know, why not try it? It's, you know, it's going to be fun. But to actually find a connection with those things, how limited would I be? If I just stuck with the couple things that I thought were what I liked. Right. Absolutely. Um, keep going, man. Don't stop. I think I so, would, too. I would absolutely tell him, don't, don't, don't let go of the dream, man. If light yeah, sensation plays what you want, go for it. Yeah, that's what you came in. Now, obviously, if you go to a rope party and you're a, a little age player... It's going to be tougher to find someone to sit down and praise you for coloring. Exactly. You know, so it's finding out what those groups are. Look for sensation play groups on FetLife. Look for, uh, you know, find people 
that understand what that is and then understand that there's a certain amount of you adapting how you present your case to a top. You know, how you, well, this is what it does for me. Because a lot of times, a lot of tops are interested in that effect. You know, how does this affect your head? How, what kind of control do I get from it? And if you present that this is what it does for me, you may find that that's attractive to a lot more people. From a community standpoint, the reason we have the show and, and you know, there's no rules about every community. You know, we're, we're schmucks on a show. We lead our audience. That's the, we're, we're, we tell our audience what we, what we do and hopefully they get something out of it. But so I don't want to say it's a responsibility of all the communities, but it surely makes it better if as a community leader, if you lead a dungeon, if you lead a group, if you whatever, that when new people come in, you take a little extra time to remind them how vast and broad everyone's desires are and that it's okay to have those things. You're not going to get as many emails like this where someone reaches out to a fucking podcast that they've never even met and is like, am I, should I just cash in this idea? Am I a bad person for this? Am I a freak? Yeah, exactly. So if the leaders of our dungeons and groups and communities spend a little bit of time with newbies going, Hey, maybe, you know, not everyone is going to be into the things you're into. Yeah, but you know what? I got to tell you, I wasn't going to say this, but I can't help myself. It pisses me off that people have that kind of reaction, that judgmental fucking attitude with that look on their face that goes, why would you want that? I almost want to tell this guy, you need to school those motherfuckers if they had any clue that they had some responsibility in keeping you away from your kink for months or years because of the reaction, they might possibly change their attitude if they realize that the way they just shamed you, even though they didn't realize what they were doing, I'm assuming, had that big of an impact on someone. In my opinion, the majority of people I've come across, they don't want to be that person. They don't want to be the judgment. They've come into this community because they're trying to escape that. To find out that you were unwittingly somebody who shamed someone else, it's a horrifying feeling. So I almost want to say, you know, you need to be more, I would suggest being more um, honest with them in the moment about how they made you feel, or at least call them on it and say, yeah, that was kind of judgy what you just did. Are you saying that my kink isn't as good as your kink? Because you kind of made me feel that way. It, I almost want to get in that, those people's faces and tell them, that was a really shitty thing you, you did. Are you em. sure you wanted to do that? Because uh, that made me feel like crap. Good, Kathy. That's right. Kathy, okay, so to the listener that sent this in, if you could send Kathy a, a round-trip ticket, Kathy will go and kick the nuts I will and, get in their and face. crotches, and Kathy will be your strong arm. Hey, man, I got nowhere to go. <laughs> Why not? I would go. I would hop on a plane. That would be amazing. In a motherfucking second, man. That would man. be amazing. You're like, show up in like, you know, Norfolk, fucking West Virginia. Is that, I don't even know if those two, city, that city is in West Virginia. I just. Oh, boogie. I'm not a geography person. I don't know Vincent's Indiana. I know that because I played. You say that a lot. Well, because I, I did a show, in a, a Christian show in a roller rink in yeah. Vincent's Indiana. But if you showed up somewhere and you're like, hi, this is my friend. Kathy from Perverted Podcast, and you're like, step aside, Grizz T. 
the cath is is going to come in. Excuse me, you, you, and you. Can I have a word with you? You kink shaming motherfuckers, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Calling Kathy the cath just makes me think of the catheter. Oh, great. That's, I'm a catheter now. I'm glad you Yet just figured that out. Yet another disparaging nickname. <laughs> Thank you, Enigma. Suck out that liquid, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> Suck out that liquid, yeah. That's... Oh, my God. I'm going to have nightmares now. I hate you both. You both played a part in this. I have no thing. I don't know what button I'm supposed to push. It's the same. It's always... Perverted mailbox? Stuff, perverted mailbox and fucking... Fine. Perverted mailbox. I don't know why I like that part so much. Yeah, that okay. So that's the part where you kick in with uh, the perverted mailbox. I know. I'm just (laughs) geeking out on the jingle. (laughs) Just like looking at your phone. You're like, oh, little Candy Crush. That's coming back. What? Hey, my games are on here. I could play the games. During God the damn it, Kathy. Zoe wrote to us. She's the one who taught the class uh, in Redlands and the runs that sexuality club. And you, she, they had you come out and speak. I yes, remember. you had a yes. class. Or something yes, absolutely. I do. I do know the Zoe and the, the Zoe two Zoe. dots. What? Well, it's Zoe too because she has the two dots. Yeah, you know because it's Zoe with the two dots, and there's a Pokemon Go YouTuber. Who's named Zoe Two Dots because she could never find the two dots. No one could ever put it on her fucking name. So she's like, why can't I get goddamn two dots at the end of my name? And she became Zoe Two Dots. And so this is not that Zoe Two Dots. But, but she is Zoe. You'd mention that anyway. She is Zoe and she has two dots on her name, which makes her obviously a superhero. Oh, my God. Okay. She says, I first want to thank you all for continuing to create amazing and hilarious content each week. We're amazing and hilarious, Boogie. It is true. Not this show in particular, (laughs) (laughs) but other shows. We're much, much more hilarious, sir. Despite your logistical and life changes, your determination is very inspiring. Well, thank you. She says, I feel that I know a lot about kink conceptually due to my academic involvement, but then I don't actually have a lot of physical experience with it. I can help. Uh, I'm sure you could, you I think that should just predator. be... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm helpful! I help! I help! I'm like dolphin roach of kink. You're a predator dolphin roach. You're like the thing. <laughs> I am the thing. That's great. One of us, like you stick your fucking thing in my blood, your hot needle in my blood, and it goes. <laughs> I'd never even seen a trailer for it. I was you so had ne- I thought you there had were times s- where I was literally telling my goddaughter Holly, "I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Tell me what's happening because I am not looking at this disguise." Oh and it was God. all non CG. It was all no. That yeah, that was I'm back when they amazing. made real movies. You know? Okay, not that they don't we're make real old. movies. Oh, don't say that. No, no. I mean that all special effects had to be done. You like you couldn't. You couldn't just say, I need a dinosaur here. Okay, well, just insert draw Insert dinosaur here. Yeah, insert here. dinosaur here. And, and not saying I don't love CGI, but, it's you know, true. just... It was very good. It's just cool. It tanked, I, though. It was such a shame that it didn't become famous until years later. It yeah, became yeah. A there's a lot of movies. Team America is like that. <laughs> what was that? Team America. Team America $25 million like dollar puppet movie. America. America. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. I promise I will never die. It's a quote from Team America. Got it. And then that puppet pooped on the other puppet. 
during sex. I don't want to know $25 million, $25 million puppet movie did not do well, but if they would have showed the making of it, it would have done better because it was just a feat of greatness. Wow. Amazing. Let's go back to Zoe because she she's definitely new and needing love. No. She needs my stop love. It. She says, I want to get out into the kink world with my new sexy single self and explore my sexuality. However, I had planned on going to the place we don't speak of because it was a place I had felt safe to make connections and play. But now I'm unsure. Should I still go there? Or do you have any other recommendations for dungeons, munches, trusted kinky friends, etc.? I Yeah, I was kind of surprised you jumped the gun during Potato Mayhem and started talking about it because we were supposed to talk about it here. Oh. But let me just put in my two cents. Sure. Is that... Oh, wait. Are we going back to Potato Mayhem? No. Potato Mayhem rocking on your clitoris. Rocking on your clitoris? Yeah. It is very potato mayhem-y. Yeah, so it's random. Like, I don't know. I never play it during potato mayhem, and I'm like, I can play it now. <laughs> we're so professional. No, no, we're not. The show's gonna decide. That's okay. very true. I had a massive conflict with a couple of people at this club we don't speak of a number of years ago. I allowed that conflict to keep me away from the club I loved for two whole years. And even though I did need space, I vowed that I would never allow that to happen again, that if I took a break of any kind, it would be because I wanted to. Now, I don't want to go back there right now, but it is because of the conflict I'm having with a handful of people. It does not taint the club itself in any way. It is like any other club out there. It's going to have its highs and its lows. It's going to have its good times and its bad times, its peaks and its valleys. There will be great things about it. There will be terrible things about it. Every year it gets almost reinvented when there's a, a fresh leadership that comes in. You can't say, in my opinion, at any time, it's great or it's bad across the board. So it is still a fabulous place. Hopefully it will still be there for a long, long time. Just because I've decided not to go there it does not mean that it is wholeheartedly bad. There That's are, my opinion. But now that I have been around the world a little bit. Have you? Yeah, I have. No, you haven't. Um, I have found another club uh, that I think is equally as, uh, probably more, very more so. Get, uh, it's a place that's uh-huh. called uh, the Ravioli. The Ravioli. I fucking and, knew it. Uh, it's, it is, it's a smaller club. It really is only uh-huh. good for maybe... Two or three people. Two or three uh, at a time. And, you know, it's my place, so I, 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 I got to be one. <laughs> so um, I'm pretty much thinking, yeah, so it's enough for me, Mew, and then, and then this wonderful... Zoe, Zoe two dots. Zoe two dots that um, <laughs> that uh, needs run. Zoe, I, I run. Would, I will help. I just I want to help. You're so you're so benevolent, Boogie. You know, my heart only <laughs> belongs to a few, but my cock is community property. That's very very true. Name the band. It's community. Chest. Name the band. Name the band. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Thank you very much. Why does Papi Ramon know that? My heart belongs to you, but my cock is community property. Great band. Uh, Great band. Death to all but metal. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. You've never heard Steel Panther? I thought you were talking about Steel Dragon, the makeup band within the movie. No, no, no. no. Steel Panther <laughs> is like a mock. They're like the, the modern day uh, Spinal Tap. Except very hair band and whatever, and they're all incredible musicians and uh, 
And yeah, and so they do. It's just it, it's kind of like a parody band. They're still in like the '80s hair metal, but and they, they, but they look like female. They are musicians, but they, they are they real. They have they, albums. Uh, yeah, they, now, now they do. They used to do all covers. Comedical, yeah. but they ah. have a good sound. Yeah, and they're just total pig. You know, just the yeah. whole shtick is just you know they're all like they say they're all sixty five and you know but they're not you know and they're just like it's just you got to check out Steel Panther. That's yeah. pretty funny, but. Um, that being said, um, you know, the ravioli is, is a great safe place to play. Uh, there is accountability, um, because I have a license plate and you have to uh, show your ID at the door. Uh, no, not to me, but you know, <laughs> obviously people want to see my idea ID before they come in. Is there, is, is there a good parking? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, there is. <laughs> you have parking Fry's at the ravioli. Look at that. Fry's park church parking lots. I think that's, that's really the, oh. the whole new uh-huh. The whole new thing. I have another email we got. Well, I'd like to hear it. Okay, this is you from... sure you don't want to go back to you know trying to pimp Zoe into no, the ravioli? No, so I told Zoe, run away. <laughs> Stay away from Boogie. <laughs> God damn you, Kathy. You're not a wing... You're the shittiest wingman I have. I am not a wingman ever. I am God. the guy with an orange vest waving a flag <laughs> saying, Stay away from this man. <laughs> God damn it. That was like a lot of people at that place. <laughs> FNMO. Remember, he wrote to us because FNMO. FNMO. He felt a lack of some qualities outside the bedroom to become a better dom. Like in the bedroom, he was a good dom, right? And he felt like his wife needed a better dom outside the bedroom. And right. Yes, that's our advice, and we had kind of said, you know, you need to access that part of you that is more dominant. And we gave him some good advice. He says uh, the reason. I'm emailing today is because you fucking guys made me a star. I was taking a bath, getting ready for a play date with my wife of 26 years, and she came into the bathroom and said, and I quote, they said FNMO on the podcast. Is that you? (laughs) (laughs) And I told her it was, and we laughed. We listened and enjoyed the advice. I beat the hell out of her ass today, and it was wonderful. Thank you all so very much. I will learn to live without that pick of Kathy's tits. But it's going to be hard. I'm sorry, FNMO, but, you know, not getting shot see, at the, See, we helped. That was, um, that was the topic where, correct me, where he hadn't identified, like, he was still struggling with... Well, he how, said he, he actually compared himself to you a little, that he has issues with self-esteem that take him in a downward spiral. Right. So it's hard to access, that he was able to do it in the bedroom where his wife likes it. But he uh, was having trouble accessing that part of himself during regular everyday living of life right, right. outside of the bedroom. How did he become a better dom for his submissive wife, oh, okay. he said. And, and we actually gave him some good advice. So he finishes and says, I have listened to all of the episodes in one month. I don't know what that makes me, but if a you... sick motherfucker, <laughs> that's what it makes you. It makes you in need of psychoactive drugs. Dear God, <laughs> no, man. No, don't. Hey. And he says, if you have any buttons left, I would love one. Also, a fucking grand shout out to, I, I have to yell this because he has it all in caps, fucking Dell. Dell, Dell. <laughs> People like you, Dell. He says, keep fighting the good fight, you all. We need it. That's very nice of him. And shout out to Dell. I'm just confused why I got the shout out. Hey, it's all in caps with like six exclamation points. I, I feel touched <laughs> in places. Is, I think that's devil touching you in places. Right? Oh, Literally, yeah. she's petting your, your crotch right now. 
Uh, by the way, if anybody does want, want to buttons, pet you have Del to. Scratch, you just have to come down to Kathy's special place. Do yeah, not sadly, come down. you can't send my crotch in the mail. It does just. not detach. <laughs> you just, I'll send uh, you buttons, but not his crotch. Not like the Russian spy bots that Archer. Ivanka? Oh, Is that two weeks sense. of Archer now? I finished. Yes. Well, they only add up to season eight. On like what, Dreamland, Hulu? yeah, no Dreamland, no at the library they oh. have DVDs, and so I, I actually, you know, I watch DVD, DVD. <laughs> Shut up, whatever. Physical uh, media. If you do want buttons, you have to give me your address, dude. So let me know where you want me to send them, and I'll send you a PP Zam button. Woo! Also mentioning a mail. What? Win sick. What? Win sick. What? Go ahead, Dell. Mel from Discord was also mentioning they were never sent CDs. CDs? Yes, his music. They asked a while ago. Yeah, no. everyone did. And I told them I'm, I'm horrible at that shit. And I gave Kathy a stack of them. Did I? You keep saying you gave me a I stack. I never actually gave you that. I have a tiny Like you've never room. given her the know. phone password. Exactly. When sex said from your grandma uh-huh. does not suffice, go to perverted podcast for some fucking advice. You know, those buttons are not an escape for you, Mr. Man. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> I want to hide. I shall hit a jingle. Some fucking advice from Dave in Denmark. Denmark bookie. We are far reaching. We are far reaching. We are far reaching to the den. To the den? Yeah, that's short for Denmark. Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah, I abbreviate it. Globetrotter you. That's me. (laughs) Gonna hang over to the, gonna cruise over to the den. Maybe stop by the germ and the fra. The germ? Gotta go to your man cave. That's what it's like. I'm gonna go to the den. Okay, so whatever. He says, hey, Kathy, Boogie, and crew. I am a Brit living in Denmark. Well, that's got to be weird. I was introduced to BDSM just over a year ago when I met a young woman who taught me about DDLG, which stands for Boogie. Daddy dominant little girl. Thank you. And as a novice, I dived into all of the literature, literature and podcasts I could find. Luckily, I found yours and have enjoyed every single episode. Well, you know, because we're fabulous, Boogie. Except this episode. <laughs> Boogie's explosive outbursts can be annoying. What? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? But you don't need to boil water to make jello. <laughs> Stop with the jello. <laughs> Poppy Ramon remembers that. <laughs> uh, but A child was burned. We got evidence in the mail, Kathy. You are giving, you are playing right into him. He's talking about your outbursts and you're having one right now. Look, the listeners just, you got to give them what they want. He says, but damn, he's been on one hell of a roller coaster ride. I feel his stress. But nice to hear he's moving forward and not dwelling on his situation, which you're not for the most part. Stop whining. You fucking. The whole fucking hand that motherfucker shoved in his mouth. Just sitting there. Like no one's. I'm sitting next to him. They have a little cubicles, you know, a wall of like 10 spots. And like there's just, you know, you're literally like seven inches away. And the guy's just sitting there like in his own world. He's like, oh. So my question is, did he actually get his whole hand in his mouth? Well, you know, the thumb knuckle always fucks you up. It really does. It's the same thing with fisting. fisting. Yeah, just like with (laughs) fisting. And I wanted to like just look over at the guy and go, duck bill, start with the duck bill. Really? You've got some wisdom on him right there. (laughs) He says, apart from writing to say I enjoy your podcasts and keep it up, I'm writing with a question. I met a woman of my own age, 55-ish, and she wants to be my submissive, but... 
I really don't think she is submissive. She enjoys the masochistic side of things, the spanking, the flogging, erotic humiliation. But when she serves me coffee, I feel she's not really into it, and it makes me feel far from dominant. I've tried teaching her to do things in a certain way, but she forgets or she has a tone in her voice. I find it frustrating to say the least. My question is, if your submissive doesn't make you want to, quote, be in the game, is it worth continuing and trying to make it work, or is it chemistry not there and it's time to invest elsewhere? I got some opinions. I've got massive opinions. <laughs> I think you're going to go the more aggressive route. Which one? Who Do you want to start? Sure. Okay, go ahead. All right. My opinion is this. I'm assuming that you're not exactly that well-versed in the whole kink community thing because, frankly, if you were, you would understand that the word submissive is an umbrella word that encompasses a lot. Because someone is a masochist who consider themselves a submissive during play does not mean they like to be a domestic servant. It does not mean that they're into every kind of play that is under this umbrella word. So you could be a sexual submissive. You could be a domestic submissive. You could simply uh, be a, you could be a full 24 seven and be helping your dominant in an executive capacity or clerical sure, capacity. Sure, sure. Higher There's calling. So, so many. Yes. It's what you call a higher calling where you take on that your dominance a purpose in life, the the thing that drives him forward. Right. So you, if she is sassing you or if she's just not feeling it, it's because that's not her kink, buddy. And it is, <laughs> quite frankly, as simple as that. Her submissiveness manifests in the way that you have found, and you're looking for something more full service, and you guys aren't syncing up. I, it, it really doesn't get any. I think I think you eloquently held back a lot of your uh, like gut instinct uh, of what you read, and I and I and I appreciate what that. Did you, what did you think I held back? Well, I th- <laughs> I thought you were going to be like motherfucker. Not everyone wants to get your fucking coffee the way you want it. Two creams beige. You know, fucking what the fuck? No morning blowjobs. No morning blowjobs. <laughs> I but, think you but said you did, it so much better than I ever could. You did. No, you did a, a really good job. Hopefully, our our fine listener is kind of get feeling the water with us. Like reached out to us yes. to get some opinions before you go and have that conversation with your partner. Because what happens a lot of times with newer people, and this isn't like some sort of kink ageist uh, shaming this is just the fact that sometimes you come in with an idea and that idea is like what you talked about it's kind of single vision you know this is what it means and so this is what it is and maybe the submissive hasn't really thought through about what their submission is or what type of submissive they are because i've had a lot of people that come in and go well i'm a submissive and i want to you know i you know this kind of erotic novel version in their head and it sounds great and then you're like great i need you to get on your knees and do that well i don't fucking want to fucking do that you know and then the list of what you don't want to do becomes and it doesn't mean you're not submissive it just means like you talked about you have to find out what your submission is and like it may be something that's much more temporary it may be uh maybe they like protocols uh, like kneeling and collars and cuffs, but they aren't necessarily like Al loves domestic service where she loves to clean, but I don't, I don't know if it, 
if she's a full spectrum with all the aspects. Right. Uh, of, if you asked me to clean your home, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. Because... But you do enjoy the cuffs and collars and that. Exactly. Um, and so, so this needs to be really a conversation between these two where they say, okay, look, I'm sensing that you might not be into the, And maybe it's just... Maybe they're not into it because they don't feel comfortable because you haven't created that environment as the the person trying to be dominant. Because you were talking about that her lack of tone and lack of energy towards the task that you're giving them kind of doesn't help you be in the game. And it is very true that both the dominant and the submissive need to feed and validate each other's needs for that for it to progress but it also means that as the dominant you are the dominant so you need to do more due diligence in creating that space or at least finding out what space your submissive has in their head and then you can better decide is this going to work? Are they not into it? Or are we just like Mew and <laughs> Mew and I are fantastic examples of somebody who is not submissive, but she does bottom. There is uh, a lot of trust and control that she gives me in the daddy sense. But as far as domestic uh, service and, and a lot of the kneeling and, and protocols, you know, other than me uh, opening her door for her and, you know, putting her in the car, um, we have no real major protocols. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to assume because the the writer didn't say we've actually discussed it and sat down and tried to figure out what it is. I'm going to go ahead and assume you haven't discussed it yeah. because when he says, I've tried to explain what it is that I want and train her how to do it, that's not necessarily the communication no. I'm talking about. If you have not sit, sat down and had a heart-to-heart, um, as Boogie calls it, Table meeting or whatever. Table meeting, exactly, where you drop the protocols, you drop the dynamic, and you discuss what is going on. Then you can't really say, hey, I'm not feeling it. That means they're not making me feel it. You hold some responsibility there. You have to open those channels of communication, sit down with your submissive, and talk about why it is that she has an attitude. If this is a 55-ish-year-old woman, maybe she's thinking, I've raised my fucking kids, motherfucker. I am not going to make you your dinner anymore and maybe she has that trigger that's how i felt because i unfortunately through life had had way too many times periods in my life where i did not have a job and i i did not and and because of the place where i was staying i had to trade my services my domestic services to make up what i couldn't make up in rent and that tainted it for me sure. and because <laughs> creative explorer talked to me about it and was willing to listen and we went down that path and he heard me and I said this is a trigger for me it allowed me to discuss why it is now once I discuss it and explain that's a trigger when you expect that shit of me I exchange my self-worth with how well I cleaned how much work I did and that starts to make me feel like fucking shit it makes me feel like I did when I had no work when I had no money and and I would be told, why didn't you do the laundry this week? Or why didn't you mop the floors? And that's a horrible fucking feeling. So that could have been it. That could have been the end of it. And I could have said, well, then that's the way I feel. And I'm just never going to do it. But because we had that open communication and I trusted him, I was able to go down there and explain to him this, this, and this. If you do these three things, 
I am out of here. <laughs> Steer clear of those three things, and I think I can make this happen. But you need to sit down and talk with her. You don't, if you, if you want to just walk away from it, you absolutely have the right to do that. But if you walk away without discussing it and communicating with her, I'm afraid you're going to work your way through one submissive after another. Yeah, you're, eventually you're going to have to talk to somebody. Exactly. Develop and it, those skills and now. And it could be as simple as, and I know we're trying to wrap it up, but it, it could be as simple as just saying, I'm sensing this. How do you feel about doing these things? You know, just get right to the act. What is your thoughts on this? What do you, as a submissive, get out of this? Or what do you think you want to get? Or what do you want to learn about yourself? When you start having those types of conversations and you you validate the thoughts and feelings of, of your partner... That right there is going to create more comfort and trust. So, uh, yeah, it makes a, it it creates a, a space where I can then talk. And honestly, it took me a while. Don't expect just because you ask for honest communication that the person is going to open their mouth and start talking. I reserve that just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean I'm obligated to divulge that to you. I reserve that for people I trust. It I didn't start disgorging this information to Creative Explorer right away. Uh, it took me a while to, he had to gain my trust. And once he did, I felt free to explain almost anything that, that would come across to mar that dynamic in any way, because he, I, he earned that. I know that he's not going to make fun of me. He's not going to throw me out just because you're, you know, no longer of any use to me. <laughs> you're washed up, cat. Which is kind of funny. Cause we just had a conversation earlier where, he, he, we were trying to explain, and we did the same thing this weekend, the, the same... Another, uh, another attempt exchange. at the weekend, yeah. yeah. It was cut short because of the midnight, you know, Union Station, downtown LA excursion. And um, he said, okay, I'm going to tell you this, and uh, just understand that this is completely unfiltered, and I haven't thought this through yet. Because uh, I asked him, what happened? That, how did that affect you, the, the fact that the very next day I could tell that you had backed off a little because you realized I was under a lot of stress? Tell me what that did. And he goes, well, okay, so here's what I thought. Um, so she can't be the slave right now, and uh, she's no good to me uh, if she's not that. So she's of no use to me right now. He said that to you? Yes. That and was I just said, a thought. And hey, a we need to talk about this, because I don't think you realize what you just said to me, and I'm like, <laughs> close to tears going... Okay, I, I know you like me. I don't think you meant to say what I heard. So let's discuss what you are of no use to me. So wait, 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 wait. He goes, let, let, me, let me just, I don't know if I'm going to rephrase I just it, but mean let this me try weekend. and clarify. I just mean this weekend. And he says something that, that's perfectly logical. I said, okay, what you just said Was is not. not the same as you are of no use to me anymore. That Casa motherfucking Nova. Here's the thing, though. I said, I just so love that you are, that you trust me enough that you're, you open your mouth and you will speak unfiltered and that you're okay with what I'm going to say. Of course, <laughs> now I'm going to fucking hustle my ass of down to Ralph. Of course, now you must die. <laughs> get myself a fucking liter of tequila. Drink myself to death in a bathtub like Whitney fucking Houston. Or was she on uh, Coke? I don't know. I, what was she? She was on meth. Was no, she didn't know. It, it was cocaine. Whitney, yeah, was Whitney it? Houston. It was a lot of cocaine. She did, yeah. Oh, my. She, she was a... I thought she was a... She like, crack. She said, quack is whack. 
but she sure fucking used it. Or what's his name? <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine. <laughs> Was that um, talking about Rick James? That was Rick James doing the Dave. Did Chappelle, you ever yeah. see? You saw the interview the da- at the end where they're talking about Eddie Murphy's couch. You know, because there was a whole bit about I, him kicking mud on it. He's all grown men hitting each other and fucking doing that. Why would I do? Put my muddy feet on someone's couch and kick kiss him? Yeah, put yeah, my feet put on, my his foot on his couch. <laughs> That guy was just he fucking. Totally implicated himself. He just totally just said, "Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't do something like that." Even and then though he I said, absolutely cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> that was literally one of the best. Him and Charlie, who also I guess Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy just passed. Did which, he know? Yes, Charlie Murphy died. When? Like last year or something. How? Maybe a year and a half. Uh, just bad. Just had some. Just had some oh, shitty thing because he was young. He was like, I think he's. Yeah, maybe early fifties tops, but That's yeah, so that was the, that was literally him telling the story, and then Rick James refuting it. Was I can't believe they got Rick James one to of the, actually do. Well, that. Rick James was very in Rick James' world, and always in his has, own little and world. always has been. Give so it to it's, me, baby. It's like <laughs> has some great songs though. I know, I love those music. songs. But that cocaine was, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they just kept playing it over and over. I was like, what? So I think every human on the world should have to watch that. It is literally the best <laughs> pro con storytelling. Anything uh, Dave Chappelle does is yeah, absolutely it was, it was hilarious. Good. That was good. That was it. Any thoughts? I, I just had one thought I don't think got touched on. Okay. Um, touch just, it. Just, just real quick. Just touch it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to touch, touch it. <laughs> just go ahead and touch I'm gonna it. touch it. Anyway. Um, just uh, for, for the. the comment to poster uh be okay if it's if this isn't your because it sounds like he's he's learning how to be a dom he's learning how to be kinky and be okay if this person is not the person he's going to learn with sure um, yeah because the answer might be well then i'm sorry we're going to diverge on our paths here because yeah. i'm not into or just that. fuck what yeah, just fuck. Just, just get fuck. in the ravioli. Why do you need a coffee? Go to Starbucks. Do you have to have a coffee after? Go, star- go to Starbucks and fuck. Is that what? No, get oh. your coffee I don't think elsewhere. I've that. <laughs> at Starbucks. I could do that. Don't go to Starbucks parking lot and fuck in the ravioli. What I mean, would be really cool is to go to the star. See, there's a new Starbucks, at the place where I park at night, but they don't have a pokey stop yet. What would be amazing is to pull into the Starbucks parking lot, place the phone on the back of the female fucker from behind while spinning pokey stops at Starbucks in a parking lot. I literally don't know what you This is said. the magic I offer you at Club Ravioli. Is that the only magic is, you have? No, I can do other things. I have an adapter for electricity, so the vibrators are not a problem. Can Papi Ramon go to Club Ravioli? You know, he can hear about Club Ravioli. <laughs> And I can tell him all sorts of cool stories about the club. But he cannot enter the club. Only women no, allowed. No, 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 no. You got to have some sort of dress code and standards. Yeah, you have to have, you, know, you got to have a. Must have a vagina to enter. Double X chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all I got, Boogie. That's it. That's, That's it? it. Yeah. Is that the magic? We never actually heard what's going on with Dell and why he, why he shaved his head. Yeah, why is the head all the way shaved, Dell? Wouldn't this normally be in potato? Potato Wait, Mayhem is where we want it to be, hang man. Hang on a sec. Potato Mayhem rocking on your clitoris. Okay. Yes. Happy now? Yes, We I do am. what we Exceedingly want. Exceedingly happy. <laughs> you ain't Unlike the boss now. of me. Well, you pressed the button, so I guess you are. <laughs> or I am. 
Um, so, like, last year when I did this, if you might recall, nope. I, mi- I missed a week. Yeah, no. That, yeah, that's... we don't remember anything you did, Dill. Okay, yeah. I dressed up as Jack Skellington, and, and oh. instead of having a wig cap like some actors do, or, you know, any logical thing, did I just shaved how, all how, of my hair. how judgy he just was? Like, some people do. He can be a little flamboyantly judgy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You decided see, look, to go... You see the- that? Do you see that? The, yeah, the, the facial? Yeah. yeah. He's no. mm-hmm. judgy little bitch, but that's okay. We love him. But yes. Um, so you I, did it the authentic way. Yes. So I can put all the makeup on my head. Now, will we get pictures or will you come to the podcast like that? Um, if we have a Halloween thing next week, maybe. But mm. there's definitely photos. Photos are good. Yeah. Yes. Just, and now that I learned that um, Disney is no longer um, tyrannic, or I can't do words. Um, they're no, they no longer ban makeup at Disneyland for Halloween. Oh, really? Uh, previous yeah. years, they're like, you can't have it. No, no, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll just do like eyeshadow. I, I did the full thing for a party I went on Saturday. Right. But I was like, okay, Disney doesn't let you do that. I'll just do like eyeshadow. But now they there were like play. everyone that was male and was skinny was Jack Skellington, and they all had the full <laughs> makeup. Or women folk. Uh, they look much sexier as Jack than so, I do. Yeah. But they all had full face, not like all the makeup. But it was like, oh, I, I could. Okay. Send us a so picture do so that we can for upload it. Yeah, yes. we definitely want to yeah, see. We want, we want the list. I uploaded one on, on FetLife already. Well, send it to us. Well, that's okay. good. And you, you and you and the devil have been having lots of fornication and stuff like that? Um, we might have done sports <laughs> in a shower, but uh, yes. Water sports? Yeah, I was attempting to be subtle. Yes. Why be certain? Did what? You Do you even <laughs> know this podcast? Did you piss on her? <laughs> yes. Did you piss? Wait, wait, wait. You're just, are you showing me you pissing on her? Or no? Oh, that's the Jack Skeleton. Look at this. Is that not awesome makeup? You look like that guy that died. <laughs> just, no. I look like Fester. I always get mistaken no, for no, Fester no, no, when no, I do No, 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 no. There was a guy that tattooed his face like that. And you know that yeah, he was in like I think he was in Suicide Squad or something like that. Something, something like that. Looks looks like that. It's good. It's good makeup. Thank you. Looks great. Glad to have you back among the living. So you pissed on her, right? Yes. Did and you piss pain- in her mouth or? Uh, no, I-, I told them to close their eyes and mouth. Oh, and so you pissed on her face? They-, they lied down in the shower. Right. So yeah, it went for a bit. Very good. Aww, have you ever? Have that's you so ever? Sweet. Are you guys? Uh, are I you guys done that before? Are you guys flu? So what was that we, like? We are fluid, but yes. Okay, you are fluid bonded. Um, it was fun. Um, they said they liked it because I liked it, and I liked it because it was silly. So peeing on someone. <laughs> this is silly. It's just I'm urinating. We, we might you. do it again because they're kind of cum hungry, and all that that urine was preventing cum. So. Um, it might happen again to Aww. make them happy. Wait, wait, wait. They're just so sweet. Wait, yes, I, need a, I peed I need... on them for their benefit. Aww. Wait, wait You're a minute. You're so nice. I'm just, <laughs> the pee blocks the cum? What? You've literally said that on this show. What? Like, it's hard to pee with an erection. So I guess the one plus one equals cum is hard. Think really hard, Boogie. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. I know you can. Uh! <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Sounds like you're having an orgasm. Have you tried to <laughs> orgasm when you have a really full bladder? Okay, I don't come a lot. I just okay. don't. Which, by the way, is but my yeah, kingdom. For context of like how my much kingdom of come a lot that was, I think that was over like 40 seconds of peeing. Like it was wow. a lot. Wow. Yowza. That's a lot. So now what did you, did you, you, did you sexualize? I'm looking at the devil now. So she'll just nod. 
So did you enjoy that from a sexual standpoint, or did you just enjoy it because it was dirty? So because it was dirty? She's nodding. It was warm. It was. It is warm. Oh, they said words. Oh, God. It is. It is very. They very like warm. warmth. They get cold by everything. Oh. The only time they like cold is when they use my hands as ice packs. Oh yeah, yeah. Mew does that all the time. That's just like literally. She just looks at me and I lift my shirt and she puts her fucking frozen fucking fish sticks on my fucking chest. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call them. I just, yeah, no. Because she has these little feet. And I go, God damn it. Wait, you, hey, why I have a reverse creative explorer gets into bed and tries to put his ice-cold feet all over me to get warmed up. Uh, and I'm screaming, push him away. I Dominant versus daddy. God damn it. That's really, that's it. Daddy's care. But wait. Well, I don't it, notice what? I'm cold ever unless, like, I touch them. It's like, oh, my hands are cold. Oops. Uh, so my Michelle does that to you? Yeah, my Michelle likes to steal my heat. <laughs> So she gets a knock. Oh, you're nice and warm, and just fucking alien <laughs> suck it out thing absorbs. Just, just so I'm freezing because like her feet are ice cold and her legs and body, pack. and, and <laughs> trying to steal my heat. See, Mew is like the opposite. Mew, like just literally, the heat leaves her, so she is literally like a little furnace. So she's always looking to reacquire the heat that she's she puts like out. that little two pound chihuahua. She's. A, <laughs> You know, she does not, uh, is not on the verge of death and pissing and shitting all over the Not yet. Not, <laughs> Jesus, how optimistic are you? I'm a nihilist, have we uh, met? Mew, wherever you are, just don't start being. I love how my Michelle steals Puppy Ramon's heat. She literally just shoves a meter reader up his ass and goes, chick, 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 soon it will be mine. They get precious. Oh, she cracks me up. Where is she? Are you allowed to say? She's off on vacation? She's somewhere. She's somewhere vacation. Somewhere having a good time. And we're here on the podcast. Oh, uh, you're not having a good time? I'm going to edit this show literally. It started getting good probably around 30 minutes. No, you're going to leave this show. I am going to leave it, but no, I think so. I require Everybody- effort on your part. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Everybody has vacation but me. So I'm watching this dog because my cousin's on vacation. And now I'm watching the, the pit bull that's in the house right now because my sister and her boyfriend are on vacation. And I walk in. Party Sunday. in Kathy's house! No! I, We're going to party! Come on, get everyone from high school! Now when you hear this story. We are not I'll, that comedy movie. I'll get a kegger! That's great! I walk in Sunday night after the movie. It's like 1130 at night to the overwhelming stench of poo. This dog has had diarrhea all over her little cage. Why, Kathy? We don't need to do that. Let me just tell you. That's not in the show. No, wait. Viewers, you're missing. We were doing so good to not have to have dog that that level. I've never seen Kathy pout. I kind of like I have. In- internally you can do the rest of the show i will thank you it's been a great show to not talk about dog diarrhea i wanted to talk about poo <laughs> kathy you really i'm allowed did... to talk about pee you're not allowed to talk about you poo. really well, no, talk about poo. this is people peeing i don't care kathy you really do have a thing i had to clean it up I'm sh- it was horrifying <laughs> you have no idea what that was like <laughs> <laughs> That's show 229 of Perverted Podcast. If you ever had to reevaluate your life choices that led you to listening to Perverted Podcast. It still smells like shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry to the listeners and their eardrums. 
They're gone now. <laughs> They're ours forever. I just, I don't know how. I don't have words. So, so I listened to the podcast on my way home in, in, in my helmet. And all of a sudden I hear, ah! and I'm like, ah! my ears, the whole car, fuck. And I can't turn it down that quickly because But it's not usually me, is it? It's usually Boogie yelling. No, it's... it's Boogie scared it's a deer, here. okay? I mean, I mean Boogie, Boogie scared a Boogie, deer? Remember Boogie that can... listener wrote in? Oh. <laughs> That's right. Boogie is loud, but you you get high-pitched. What? So that I have no way! Oh, my God, stop. Like, the volumes are on the way off, and she's still peaking the level. Any listener that still had eardrums that are gone now. Please... Write us at pervertpodcast at gmail.com or go to our FetLife page, FetLife Perverted Podcast. Join our Patreon crew and donate. Or or call us or or don't. I don't know the number. Patreon. I actually did check oh. it. I checked it. I checked oh, it. Oh, you did. I checked it and there was some call. Who was it? I think it was the Gotham. Was it Captain Fantastic or Captain Awesome? Or Yeah, but what did he say? He Why just said, we- hey, how you doing? I doubt that's all he, he, he said. He didn't have a question or anything. Just said, hey, guys, it's me. How you doing? We could have played that. Could have, but that I didn't. But I did us. check it. So Whoa, people can't wow. call the number. I have a feeling that you're lying to us and there were other things and you're not telling us. Kathy. Whaty? I'm really not that sinister. Yes, you are. I don't, I don't have. <laughs> I just want to fucking do dirty things In the to women. In the ravioli. Well, I'd like to do them all over the place, but yes. The ravioli, Kathy. So that's all we have for this show. That's our Perverted show. Perverted Badcast listeners. The homeless show. This, this was. <laughs> Are we going to stop doing that at some point? No. Uh, what? Homeless things. I said we would. Well, no, well, look at Dell's getting judgy again. I know. He's getting very I'm quoting judgy. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about downtown homeless. Yeah, we were homeless. talking about other homeless different. people. We were okay. talking about me homeless. We were talking about the. Gotcha. The whole hand, Kathy. I will leave when I goddamn want to leave. <laughs> Wait, there was a guy <laughs> on the red line across from us who was using two seats to sleep on and was barefoot. <laughs> he had uh, his shoes underneath the chair. That's nice. Halfway down the you know, the little trip, he stops and he wakes up and he's all nah, he looks around and sees the train is full of people. He's so unselfconscious, he gets his shoes, he puts them on, he pulls out some fried chicken out of his bag and starts <laughs> eating it. <laughs> Excuse me, are we in your dining room right now? <laughs> Pulls his pee jug out of a plastic bag. Whoa! <laughs> Gotta drain the lizard. Oh, my God. And that is show 229. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. <laughs> we should have some sort of meeting. <laughs> Reevaluate. <laughs> The level of professionalism we don't use on this show. Boogie. This is the meeting. This is, no, this is? This is the meeting. Poo. God damn it. <laughs> I thought you were just going to get really detailed as you usually do in private. And no. I'm, like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's just cut it short. Yeah. This diner I'm sitting in ain't no fine French restaurant These eggs taste like they've been run over by a truck I stare out the window that could use a good cleaning My mind is a blur like a carnival of lying
Everybody's got a weakness and mine is just running From a job or a true love that just might chain me down And a voice that's inside swears the answer is coming But it always waits hiding in the next little town Oh, 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 it's crazy to fight Here I go again, chasing the night What seemed like an eternity was only a moment when I tasted this kiss from a goddess of the sky. And I chased her lush garden straight down to the fire where I burned and I screamed and I lost with all my might. When I rose to my feet, my head was on sideways and I could not distinguish which way was up or down. I was no longer human, just a soulless dead robot whose circuits would be rewired in the next little town. Oh, 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 it's crazy to fight. Here I go. Chasing when I was a boy and things would go badly I'd climb on the roof just to stare at the stars at night And I knew if I ran five million miles a second I could live with Chewbacca and everything would be all right Treasures of a lifetime lay buried in a true heart But I've been distracted still looking for a map Or a sign from the heavens And a bright neon sign that says Boy, stop your running Though I haven't found it yet His mind are not easily parted I paddle on dry land Cause I'm scared that I will drown So I pay for my eggs And I pull up my stakes And away I go Driving to the next little town Oh, oh, oh It's crazy to find Here I go again Chasing the night Chasing the night I'm chasing the night I'm chasing the night